good day, everybody. Pastor Tim Carson here, Christian Sinners Report, Daily Podcast. We're spending this week dealing with your personal inheritance, calling for the hard and difficult days that are coming ahead. And today we're going to talk about how you are called to manifest and change the environment of the entire earth and all the things around you. Over every heart and every mind Cause I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus just want to speak the name of Jesus Till every dark addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus Your name Well, good day. I pray you're having a good day today. It's Wednesday. It is the 11th day of January, 2022, and we're pressing forward this entire week. We're spending a week just on your personal inheritance and destiny, asking God for divine recovery of anything lost, that you'll walk in the fullness of who God created you to be. And here's why. The days are going to require it. The days are evil, and God needs righteous godly people to rule in the earth and to change the atmospheres, to deal with the problems that are there and to begin to put something new in its place. God is always into what I call divine exchange. Gives us, uh, you know, all of gladness instead of sorrow. He's into divine exchange. And one of the things he puts you in the earth for is to bring that divine exchange. Oh, yeah, he could do it supernaturally, be omnipresent, omnipotent, and just do it. But that's not how God functions. We, we don't understand that. We just, I don't know, we teach it, we tell ourselves that, but we keep waiting for him to do something without us. <laughs> and he always uses humanity. And we can come up with all our excuses. That's what I spent yesterday talking about. But today I want to talk about you're needed in the coming crisis because you can change everything that happens around you. Every area of influence that God gives you, he calls you to do it for a specific purpose. And that is to bring him into the environment and to remove that which is not of him out of the environment. Do you know, it, David says, and I think it's in Psalm 41, that the Lord is pleased with him when his enemies don't triumph over him. I think that's pretty cool. There's a pleasure in the Lord that the enemy's not shouting over us that he's been triumphant over us. Doesn't mean he won't stop coming against us and we won't be in a trial, but when he triumphs means we gave up. The only reason we lose is because we give up. Even if we looks like he takes us out, if we are fighting we did not lose. Jesus looked like he lost it all when he died on the cross, right? Satan thought he won. But his death was his victory. So we can't measure victory according to human, human's ways, we have to, according to the ways of God. So we were talking yesterday about Jeremiah. 
in the first chapter of Jeremiah, the whole story there, one of my favorite chapters. I probably taught on this chapter more than any other book in the Bible in my, my ministry because it just so speaks to me. But, you know, Jeremiah was told, he was set apart, he was formed in his mother's womb, knitted in there through the press. He was given a gift supernaturally to be a prophet to the nations. He came up with an excuse. God said, don't use that excuse. Don't. That's what I talked about yesterday. And then he tells him, you're going to do what I tell you to do. Not in a condescending way, because he said, I just got faith. You're going to do it. There are times that we don't have faith, but he does. He always does. Even when we're faithless, he's faithful. You know, 2 Timothy 2.13 talks about that. He is always going to be faithful. And so he goes through this whole thing and he breaks the spirit of, he delivers him from fear, fear of man. And he says, I'm going to put my words in your mouth. See, he's afraid his words wouldn't be right. So God said, don't worry about it. They won't be yours. They'll be mine. And let me tell you something. When his word goes forth, it accomplishes what it's sent out to do. And that's the beauty of speaking what God tells you to speak. It's not your words. You know, I've been blessed to, to prophesy over thousands of people through my lifetime. And I've had so many come back and thank me and how that was, I was so accurate. I was accurate. I was accurate. I'm like, well, God's accurate. Yeah, but you should take credit. No, I literally, it, it's weird because when you speak the word of the Lord, you know, it wasn't your word. It was his. And if you get so arrogant or prideful to think that that was you coming up with that, then it wasn't a word from the Lord. It was from you. Okay. So I want to be in that place where I'm speaking his word. And so he said, I'm going to put my words in your mouth. That's good to know because they're not his words. So if I'm going to be a prophet, I sure want to have his words. And we're all called to be a prophetic generation. You are. But then here's what I want to focus on today. This is changing the atmosphere. So today I've appointed you this day over the nations and over the kingdoms. When that's a high call for him, I realize we're not all having this call. He says, but the principle is the same. To pluck up, to break down, to destroy, and to overthrow, to build, and to plant. Okay, let's break this down of what it means. Because we are all called to change the environment in which we're in. Every one of us is. And the main thing is we are to dismantle that which is not of him in the environment we're in. And you have to recognize that that's your call, that you've been anointed to do this. That's in verse 10 if you want to look at it up later. But you are called to root out, to get up, to tear away, to pluck it up. That's really one of your calls in life is to do that, to pull it down. In other words, to tear it down, to destroy, to overthrow it, to throw it down. This is part of your call. And to destroy, utterly destroy it, which means you loose it, you perish it. It's perished. It can't escape. It's gone. You're called to do that very thing, to make sure that it's gone. And then to throw it down, to put it down, to pull it down. We pull down every stronghold that has exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Paul tells us that as well. And then we're called to build, which is banat, to build, which means to obtain, to multiply, like to have kids, to, to repair, multiply it. See, God's into multiplication addition. The enemy's into, into I mean, multiplication addition. 
enemies into division and subtraction. It's a whole different mindset. But then we're to build up and then we're to plant, right? Which is to fix, to repair. To plant it means like, a, you know, you fasten it like I plant a seed in the ground. Okay, so this is how you change environments. So we're in a negative environment, right? 2023 is going to be very difficult season. Trials, tribulations, we're going to go through financial crisis. There's going to be uh, shortages of food. There's going to be shortages of supplies all around the world. You're going to see this. And so God says there are structures that are in place that are not of the Lord because he wants us to prosper. He wants our house to have plenty. He doesn't want us to walk in famine. So these are opposite of where we're supposed to be. So we're called to go into those environments and to pluck up and to break down and destroy and overthrow everything that is death and, and lack and not being blessed no peace, all that. We're supposed to pluck all that up. And then we're supposed to plant what the opposite is, divine exchange. So if we're going to pull down, you know, a place of, of lack, then what are we going to do? A place of blessing. We're going to put it in its place. We're going to ask God to change an environment. If your city's dying, you speak life to it and you call life to it. So I pluck up the death spirit and I plant a life spirit in my community. If it's in my family, if there's distractions and people are walking away from God in my family, I destroy that structure of destruction, of, of distraction. I pull it up, destroy it, move it away, pull it down, and I put in a clarity. I put in focus. I put in the things that need to be put in there so my family can walk in what it's called to walk in. Now, remember this. God calls us to these places to be that environment. When Jesus came, what happened to the demons? The demons manifested. He didn't have to go demon hunting to pull them out, to pluck them up. He didn't. They manifested. So sometimes your proximity, again, back to, I've been talking about that all week, is in a place you probably don't want to be, but your proximity is necessary to be in a place to pluck up. Look, Joseph had to be in the places he was to pluck up the problems that were there, which is they were depending, Pharaoh was depending on magicians and astrologers. He was depending on all those type of people for clarity on how to run a nation and how to save a world. So Joseph has to go there and pluck up that mindset and put in a mindset of heaven that heaven has the answers and the wisdom on how to solve problems, interpret dreams, and all that. So he changed the environment of an entire nation and ultimately the environment of an entire world. So you start with your environment, and then it spreads beyond you. Be encouraged today that God can do this. And I know you're thinking, well, I'm a mess. i got so many problems. Look, I'll talk about that tomorrow. I have a prophetic dream I want to share tomorrow about that very issue. Get you cleaned up so you'll be okay. Hang in there. But I want you to get to this place right now that you understand this is your purpose. To pluck up, to break down, to destroy, to overthrow, and to build and to plant. And then the Lord goes on to talk to Jeremiah and starts saying, look, let's, let's work on this gift. How are we going to do it? What do you see? And he said, I see the rod of an almond tree. And the Lord said, you have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. Okay. The, the almond trees in the Ark of the Covenant, and, you know, this is the branches in there and all this, because God has his presence. 
And if you can see his presence, then his presence can go. Because, you know, the ark would travel. And in a sense, we travel because we have the ark of God in us. So wherever we are, if we see well, we see that the ark of God is inside of us, then we have clearly the ability to change every environment. Now, I want you to go into a dark environment that you probably will do every day where you work or someplace in your community or whatever. And I want you to just begin to think differently about yourself and say what I'm saying right now. You're called to not talk about how bad it is around you and how this your city's dead or your family's struggling or your ministry's not doing well, whatever. You're going through all those different things and say, wait a minute. I've been called to be an agent of change. And I've been called to tear down these structures and to build godly structures, to plant godly structures here. So if there's a death spirit, then speak life. We'll do that sometimes. If, we'll, if there's a lot of deaths in our city or, or like an intersection, we'll have a lot of wrecks. People have died on that intersection. We'll go to that intersection and pray. And we say we pluck up this death spirit and we speak life spirit here. We say these accidents will stop and people will not die at this intersection anymore. I mean, that's as simple as it gets. I want you to catch this, that God can use you to change environments and you're called to. It doesn't matter if you're not a prophet to the nations. You're called to be a prophet to your world, to your family, to your city, to your ministry, wherever you are doing what you're called to do. And I don't want you to miss this opportunity. The Lord, again, is watching over his word to perform it. What word? The word that he would be a prophet to the nations. The word that that he would put his words in his mouth. The word that he would deliver him from fear. That's what God was watching over as well as the word for Israel. I think it was multifaceted here. But I want you to catch this. You were set aside before you were in your mother's womb. You had a purpose, and God is watching over your inheritance. He wants you to recover all, divine recovery this year, of everything that's been lost. He's working harder on your inheritance than you are, and he's not going to quit because he formed you before you are in your mother's womb with that inheritance. And to him, there's no joy if you're not walking what he formed in you. What joy would it be to be a parent and to do everything for your child to be successful, and the child just has excuses why they can't be successful. And you put it in them. You told them you could. You did. You worked hard for them to be successful. Okay, what kind of, that'd be no fun. All right, I'm sorry. Let me speak over you right now. I just speak right now that everybody listening to this podcast is a change agent. They're called to change atmospheres, to pluck up, to overthrow, to destroy any anything that is not of the Lord, every false action, every vain imagination that says we can't do it and we can't survive in a difficult season. We can. In 2023, we will survive and we will prosper. It may be difficult, but God is going to give us the grace to change our environment and turn it for good. In the name of Yeshua, amen and amen. I'll come back tomorrow. We're going to share a dream about God cleaning us up. All right. Talk to you tomorrow. Well, thanks for listening, each and every one of you. Remind you, as I said last week, we're planning a trip to Israel in May. We'll put more details there out to come, but pray about it. 
We're going to Europe first, and then we will go to Israel. A little bit longer trip than normal, but it has a great purpose. Don't forget all our applications, our website, uh, christiancentersreport.com, as well as our app. You can give there. You can read with us. You can do so many things on our applications. Thank you, and God bless you. I speak life over you for the days ahead. All right, see you tomorrow.